Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, distribute it everywhere, and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. So, no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations, with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. Ever since I discovered Spotify for podcasters, I feel so supported in the creation and distribution of my show. Spotify for podcasters hosts masterclasses, office hours, and more to help creators develop and fine-tune their skills. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Get everything you need for your holiday meal at Whole Foods Market. Right now, you'll find Animal Welfare Certified Rib Roast on sale. It's a deliciously crowd-pleasing centerpiece. Plus, save on spiral sliced ham, bone-in lamb, and seasonal produce like sweet potatoes and honey crisp apples. For ready-to-eat sides, head to the prepared food section. Done. And remember that Whole Foods Market caters. Order gourmet catering at shop.wfm.com. Bring the holiday magic with Whole Foods Market. I thought I had to take on the world and I was in survival mode. I actually ended up in the hospital from burnout. And I think just recently is when I'm honestly I'm thriving because I'm not in that fight or flight anymore. I'm not forcing anything. I'm not fighting for my life at all times. I thought it had to be hard to be good. And I found myself journaling a lot more in that season of my life and getting more and more clear on what I wanted. I ended up writing for the first time ever, husband. And after I wrote that, I was, whoa, no. I'm a boss woman and I got this on my own. 18 days later, I met Zach. Hey, thank you so much for joining me today. Welcome to 8020. Thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure. Absolutely. So how are you? I am good. I am really good. I am in a season that feels like a massive breakthrough season for me. Um, leading up to this moment and this season, I feel as though it was um, really heavy. So I'm feeling light and it feels good. How are Yay. you doing? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm just pumped to be here. I it, not to be such a like weather person, but for some reason the weather just totally impacts me like no other. And it's been raining for like four days. Oh and my so, goodness! You got to get out of there. <laughs> I I know. I know. I need to like go somewhere warm and sunny. But I just got up this morning. I slept really well, which was good. And I just had like, you know, I, I made my own sunshine, not to sound so cliche. Yeah, no, like, you have to. Like, yeah, absolutely. So I'm, I'm doing good too. So thanks okay. for asking. Sounds good. I love that. <laughs> good, good. So you recently had a Pilates event. I want to hear all about it. Give me all the good stuff. Okay. So where do I start? I mean, it goes back a year and a half ago to finding my own practice and it completely transforming my life, but it didn't happen right away. I resist it so much. The slowness and the stillness made me crazy. So um, it was a battle, but I kept surrendering and kept showing up for it. And the more that I did, the more that I was ready for it. Um, so it's been a journey, but finally I, I wrote in my journal on July 30th that I wanted to do a live event by the end of the year. 
And I didn't realize that after writing that it would have happened so quickly, but as life unfolds um, and you start showing up for what you want, things I truly believe are put in in place and in front of you and um, become available. So I hosted, the, the initial plan was to host 20 people at a studio that is still in renovation. Um, so my plan was to put it out there in the universe and, and hope that people show up because I know the practice is so transformative. Little did I know that over 70 people showed up and it was incredible. 70 people? Yeah. And in the middle of a hurricane. So, I mean, it's surreal to me that that many people trusted me um, to guide them through this practice. So, honestly, I'm so grateful for what went down um, and – What's the craziest part is that this was meant to happen in the biggest way possible because the first day was actually canceled and moved to – so it was a Saturday. We had a hurricane in Halifax, so everyone um, wanted to reschedule to Sunday, so we did that, and the power was out when I arrived to the studio Sunday morning, and it said – when you Googled it, it said that the power was expected to come back on at 2 p.m. So I thought, you know what? My flight was delayed. So I was supposed to leave at 4. It was delayed till 7. No way. So I was able to move it to 3. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give that hour buffer. If mm-hmm. if it says that it's going to be back at 2, then let's just do it at 3 to 4. I have, you know, an hour to get to the airport after class. So we did it. The power came on just in time for the event craziest part is the power actually was turned back off an hour after the event because of repairs. So I, I thought, you know, this no way. this is meant to be, I'm leaning into this practice. Yeah. I will get into it later in the podcast, I'm sure, but this isn't another business. This is actually something that I truly wholeheartedly believe will transform people's lives. And I'm so passionate about sharing it. I'm not thinking about building another business, which I've done in the past. And um, it's been beautiful, really, really beautiful. Oh my goodness. That divine timing. That's mm-hmm. insane. Oh, I, I cannot wait to hear more about it. Um, but I've been watching your Instagram stories and I was like, oh, this looks like so much fun. I wish I lived closer. I would totally <laughs> I actually we'll have down- to do one in your hometown. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. So I'm uh, like 45 minutes outside of DC. So if you are ever like in this area, I would love, if, let's do you it. Know, if life brings you this way, let's <laughs> absolutely do it. Let's um, do it. I did your seven-day Pilates um, videos. I did Amazing. Yeah, I loved them. I love them. Amazing. And I shared them with my sister. And oh. we did them outside on our balcony together for seven days. No way. Out. That makes me yeah. so happy. So the seven-day Pilates program is it's, – it's five to eight minutes. Honestly, in the beginning, I thought it was going to be ten. But honestly, five to eight minutes a day really can shift the way you feel. It can bring you back into your body, get you really aligned for the day. So the seven-day program has been super successful and people are loving it. So actually, um, in the next week, I am launching a subscription-based Pilates platform. Ooh, that's awesome. So that is I so am really excited to be able to share that and just be able to give more and share more of what has transformed my own life. Oh, I love it. So when this episode goes live, people will be able to access Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Cool. We'll have yeah. all that info in the show notes. Right okay. We kind of did jump ahead a little bit, but let's backtrack a little bit. Tay, who are you? For anyone who hasn't met you yet, give a little intro, a little bit about you. <laughs> I am just a girl trying to figure it out. And I, since I was a little girl, I've had this desire and passion inside of me to live this thing all out. So when I was 11, my uncle, who was very similar to a father figure to me, um, he passed away suddenly and he was 34 he dropped dead in the shower and like, we still can't figure it out. So at that point I thought, wow, life is so precious and tomorrow is not guaranteed. Like when I say that my 
I, I get full body chills. Tomorrow is not guaranteed. Today is all we have. So I'm going to live this thing with everything that I have. And in 2019, my grandfather passed and he was my best friend. Like, you know, my beauty brand is named after him. His last words were, it's a beautiful life. And I'm like, man, that makes me so emotional. If that can be, if those words are your last words, like, you know, that's incredible. And I want to live like that. I want to live with that mindset. It is a beautiful life and it is because I decide that it is. So I'm not some big entrepreneur that I want it to be. I'm not all those things. I'm just a girl trying to live this thing with everything I've got and sharing things that make me feel most alive. And I think that we can get so sidetracked and so distracted by all the noise in this life because there's things coming at you at all times. Be this, do that. In order to feel loved and feel enough, you have to be this and all all of this noise. And I've been caught up in that for so long. Honestly, the last two decades decades of my life have been focused on Forbes 30 under 30. I want to be a multimillionaire by 25. You know, all these things that don't matter. They don't matter. And um, yeah, I'm just a girl that's trying to live this thing all out. Just watching you grow and, you know, just evolve over the past about year and a half because I've seen your shift on Instagram and I've watched it. I know that Instagram is not even close to the full extent Mm -hmm. of, you know, what you've gone through. So I'm excited to get into like the nitty gritty of that today. What was life like for you before? And was there kind of like a pivotal moment where you were like, oh my gosh, something has to change? So, oh, there's so much, so many layers, which I think is really beautiful where do I start? So COVID hit and I had three Spinco studios and, um, my goal was to have 10. That was, that, that's where I was heading. I wanted 10 or, you know, the more, the better, the harder I went, the more worthy I was. And the faster I went on the bike, the more advanced of an instructor I was, you know, all these ideas that I had in my head that meant something then. And they were my guiding force. Um, So I found myself slowing down because the world was like, okay, let's take a minute. Um, But there was so much turmoil inside of me because I thought the world's not going to stop me. You know, I had this not a chip on my shoulder, but just this intensity and this harshness that actually came from a really dark place. And after a while, um, I realized that this isn't working. This doesn't make me feel good. I thought it had to be hard to be good. And I found myself journaling a lot more in that season of my life and getting more and more clear on what I wanted. And um, I ended up writing for the first time ever, April 18th, I think it was. Um, I don't know the exact date. I need to remember this. But April 18th, I wrote down, I was sitting on my best friend's balcony in Bahamas and I wrote down what my ideal morning looked like. And for the first time in my life, I wrote husband. And after I wrote that, I was, whoa, no. Like, what is going on? I'm a boss woman and I got this on my own. For the first time ever, 18 days later, I met Zach. No way. Honestly, it's crazy. I remember we met online and... uh which is so funny because I had never like online dated before. My friends were all like, you need to start dating. And I'm like, I don't need a man. And uh, anyway, long story short, I met him. He is the most amazing 
human you'll ever meet. He is my answered prayer. He's my biggest blessing, my saving grace, all the things. And um, when we started doing life together, I had to slow down and it honestly wasn't by choice. And I was alone a lot. I thought, what is happening? He plays baseball and we were traveling every three, four days in a different hotel room, different city. And when he goes to the field, I was left alone and I did not know how to be with myself. And that took me for a wild, wild ride. And I resisted so much. I didn't have the bike, the community cheering me on every day. You know, um, I didn't have that. I kind of was isolated in a sense. Um, And I found Pilates and I resisted it, like I said, so many times. And then finally... I thought, wow, I'm I'm actually calming my nervous system without realizing that I was doing that. And the more I surrendered to the practice, the more my truth, my real truth was revealed and my softness, my softness was there. My femininity was there. I want it to be gentle. I wanted all things soft. And I thought, wow, this is so beautiful. And here I am. So the turning point before this massive breakthrough was surrendering to the slow and the soft and the gentle and being okay with being alone for the first time ever and not by choice because life happened that way. And I didn't have a choice but to slow down and and be with myself. So this is a beautiful season and I hope that my story can help other people lean in to the stillness because I really think the stillness and the slowness has the ability to to bring you to your knees in the most beautiful way. And I'm so thankful that it all unfolded this way. And I mean, I'm still softening. I fight urges all the time to be my boss woman, to be have this masculine energy. I'm fighting it all the time still. But I'm fighting it less and less. And I'm not saying being a boss woman is a bad thing. I think that I'm more boss than I've ever been, you know? And I think that that's really cool is I'm not forcing anything. Now that I'm in my own and I don't need to prove anything, I'm actually attracting what's meant for me. And I'm more aligned and more balanced and more alive than I've ever been. And it's really beautiful. Get everything you need for your holiday meal at Whole Foods Market. Right now, you'll find Animal Welfare Certified Rib Roast on sale. It's a deliciously crowd-pleasing centerpiece. Plus, save on spiral sliced ham, bone-in lamb, and seasonal produce like sweet potatoes and honey crisp apples. For ready-to-eat sides, head to the prepared food section. Done. And remember that Whole Foods Market caters. Order gourmet catering at shop.wfm.com. Bring the holiday magic with Whole Foods Market. I just feel you on such a deep level here because I was the same way a couple months. I mean, even, you know, me a year ago versus me me now, I was hustling. I was bossing and, and it's so encouraged. Mm. People want to watch you burn out, you know? Amen. I actually ended up in the hospital, um, from burnout and I, this was, what year was this? You know, COVID's actually make me have, have no, no concept of yeah. years. I'm like, what day is it today? What year is it? I started writing 2025 on on an email the other day, and I was I like, I'm, I'm really we living myself. in the future. Um, <laughs> so what? Whatever year it was, it was during COVID. It was back when we, you know, opened back up again. We probably so at that point the business couldn't afford to pay the coaches, honestly, straight up. And I thought, okay, well, I need to support this 
as the best I can is I know how to coach. I'll get in there. I can do it all. I've got this. I was teaching 13 times a week and it that is an absurd amount of times. Like six is our limit. Six, seven, we don't really encourage any more than that because it's truly too much for the body. Because I thought, you know, the faster I went, the better the class was um, because the harder it was. And, you know, we're not here to, you know, go slow. We're not here to not give it everything we've got, you know, that boss energy. Um, And, you know, there's a moment and there's a season for going all out, but um, it was making me sick. And I ended up in the hospital because I was exhausted. Um, They they really were like, what are you doing to yourself? You know, I was drinking the orange juice or the green juice. I was waking up at 5 a.m. I was doing all the things that if you Google, you know, how to be your best self, these things come up. And yes, some tools are really amazing and some tools are really helpful in some seasons of life. But I was at the extreme because I take I took everything to the extreme. You know, I'm going to be the best. I'm going to teach the most classes. I'm going to go the hardest. And it was, you know, killing me. And and, and I ended up in the hospital. And I think that was a really big wake-up call. Burnout is real. It's not a badge of honor like the world will tell you. Being exhausted all the time is not good for your well-being. You know, having a packed schedule at all times doesn't mean success. So when you ended up in the hospital, what was the response from the people around you? You need to slow down. You're not superhuman. Mm. You need to take time for yourself. And my response back to them was like, you don't know what it's like. Like I had this energy around me that, you know, I'm always speaking from a very loving place, but I thought I had to take on the world and I was in survival mode for a really long time. And I think just recently is when I'm honestly, I'm thriving because I'm not in that fight or flight anymore. I'm not forcing anything. I'm not fighting for my life at all times because it doesn't need to be like that, you know? So the common, I mean, there was a lot of worry around my well-being, a lot of worry. But people kind of normalized, you know, everyone was kind of in survival mode. It was like a collective feeling. So, and, but mine wasn't stemming just from the pandemic and being a small business owner during the pandemic. Mine was, mine was very deep rooted. And I think it just became heightened during COVID. Like all of our, all of our things just became more prevalent <laughs> yes yeah oh absolutely it amplified so amplifies much. the right it word amplified so so much so after that moment of really realizing like okay burnout not a badge of honor I love that and then all of a sudden you entered into this season of of slowing slowing down slow living calming your nervous system mm. what are some of those little habits that kind of go against the grain of what you see when you Google how to be healthy? I mean, if you Google how to be healthy, how to live your best life, journaling does come up. All these things come up and, you know, they say habit stack, all these things. But if you are so fixated on the thing and checking it off the box, to me, that doesn't feel good. That just is another thing that you have to do, another thing that you have to add to your to-do list. You know, if you're not drinking the crazy expensive collagen, if you're not having the $14 green juices delivered to your door every morning, if you're not having the lemon water perfectly, I mean, I mean, it's extreme. And I think actually that that is a problem because we're not doing it now for us. We're doing it because we're posting about it. Perfect morning routine. You know, it has to be aesthetic. Oh, my countertop doesn't look good enough. It's not, you know, what the hot girl summer or whatever this is. Like, to me, what has helped me is letting go of the aesthetics, 
letting go of having to have this perfect morning routine and being plugged in on my phone is I'm not looking at my phone until I'm done my morning routine because I know that the moment I look at this, this is where all the noise comes back in. So my number one thing is not looking at this, tuning in. How do I want to feel today? And then I write that word. Let's say I want to feel vibrant or I want to feel calm or I want to feel energized. That's my guiding force for the day. And it's different every day or some some weeks it's the same the whole way through all seven days. But that word I put at the top of my notes and then I put the notes um, as a reminder on my phone. And that is my guiding force that I'm checking with in all day. And that has really helped me stay centered, stay aligned, um, stay on my best and remind myself that all of this, the posting, and I mean, I love a good aesthetic. I'm all about it, but I don't want that to be, yeah. And it feels good, but I don't want that to be the reason why I'm drinking my green juice or the reason why I'm meditating. Like, you know, or I feel, you know, maybe this isn't what I'm seeing every day all the time, but I'm not going to a restaurant just to order a meal that I know looks good on Instagram. I'm ordering a meal, yeah, that makes me feel good and nourishes my body. There was a study that was done that they said, you know, uh, overall, I think maybe it was New York City. I need to fact check this, but let's just say it's New York City because I'm sure it happens everywhere is the restaurant um, ratings were actually going down because by the time that people ate their food, it was cold because they were taking photos, you know, phone eats first, the whole thing. Um, The ratings for their restaurants were going down because the food was cold by the time they ate it. And they weren't factoring the fact that it was because people were taking photos for so long before they ate their meal. Wow. But I believe it. Absolutely. I think that we need to check ourselves and I check myself all the time. Like, why am I doing this? Does this make me feel good? Just because someone says it's going to make you feel good and this is number one um, thing that makes you live your best life, is it good for you? Because maybe journaling doesn't make you feel good. I've never met anyone that (laughs) journaling doesn't feel good for them, but maybe, you know, check yourself. What? Check in with yourself. After you do something, I always do this. I'm very sensitive to energy now because I have really, really worked on who I surround myself with. So if I have an experience with someone and it doesn't feel good and it makes me feel drained after, you can bet that I'm being so much more intentional with who I let in my circle and who I share my energy with. Zach and I have realized and, you know, with all that's happened in the last couple of years, um, it's so important who you let into your circle and who you let speak over your life because those voices can so easily, because we're human being, our number one, our number one um, desire is to be loved and to feel enough. So, Of course, noises have such a big impact on how you show up. And it's so important to have the right people speaking over you and to be mindful. More friends does not mean that you're worthy of, like that you're more worthy. You know, I I think that sometimes we can get caught up in that as well because, you know, the more followers, the more worthy I am, the more friends, the more – it's like the more, the more. More is not better and bigger is not better. So where have you found your best friendships? That's such a big thing that we talk about on this Mm -hmm. show all the time is friends. Where do you find these good people that just pour into your life in the best way? I think that – when you are operating out of love and not wanting anything from anybody because of whatever, um, 
then the right people are attracted into your life. I met my best friend when um, she was working at a, a juice bar and um, we connected because we were both kind of going through this season of life where we were searching for more and we started hanging out and like I didn't really ever have sleepovers with friends or anything like that. I wasn't that kind of kid growing up and um we just really connected and I she's still my best friend today and we have seen each other through every season and we genuinely care about each other and I think that that's huge for me is I can notice the moment that someone wants to be my friend because they want something from me or they think they they can get like network or, or whatever it may be um and that to me doesn't feel good at all. It feels dirty. It feels icky. And I just, I don't think that's the right kind of friendship that you want in your life. Um, and it's hard for me because I love people really hard and I encourage and I I cheer people on very hard. And um, I want the best for everybody, but it's sometimes this hard of like, okay, how, I, I can only, I can only give so much energy. So I think back to your question you'll know when the right person is for you and trusting that is really important. So it kind of goes back to checking in how you feel after you have that interaction with someone. But I have very few people in my core circle now that I wholeheartedly trust. And as I get older, I turned 31 last month, which is so crazy. Um, as I get older, the smaller my circles get, circle gets and the happier I am. And it doesn't mean that you don't love on everybody. It just means like, okay, I only have enough energy for, you know. Having the right people in your corner is key to, honestly, a very peaceful life. <laughs> So I want to talk a little bit about Pilates, Reginald Beauty, all the good stuff that you are doing right now. How do you juggle this <laughs> desire to live a slow life? This might be a loaded question. No, this is a really good question. <laughs> how do you balance, juggle, call it what you want, your desire to live a slow life and the need to live a slow life with all the incredible businesses that you own, your go-getter entrepreneurial spirit. I know. So this is actually a really big struggle for me right now because I have – so my go-getter entrepreneurial spirit is alive and well inside of me. And at the same time, I'm trying to slow down and be intentional. But here's the thing is I don't think that you can't make big moves in the slowness. I think the big moves actually are happening more for me right now because of the slowness. My energy is aligned and it's not chaotic and sporadic. So I have an amazing team at Spinco. They are amazing. I am so incredibly grateful for them. My plan with Spinco was to have it for three years. I've had it for over six and a half years now. Um, and I have a team there that runs the show and they're amazing and they they just give it everything they have. Um, but I'm I'm in constant communication with my vice president and we work together every day, all day. Um, but we've really found a rhythm that works for us. And, you know, with the bigger decisions, of course, I'm making them uh, with Laura, my vice president, and she's a standout human. Um, so I have really been able to get that to a place that I feel so good about that I can you know, work from afar. I don't have to be in the trenches with them anymore. And I can really go out and, and create more in a flow um, with still building an incredible Spinco community back in Nova Scotia. So it's very different energy now inside my soul than when I started Spinco six and a half years ago. So just kind of being able to step into this new season while still you know, being the CEO of that company, like that's, 
really cool too. And I bet it takes so much, you know, just like faith and trust in your team to be able to hand, you know, hand stuff over and be like, okay, you know, you guys got yeah. this. And then you can go focus on, on other things. Yeah. And they really encourage that, which is nice. And they understand me at a soul level, which is so important, but they've been there through a lot and they have seen me through this whole new breakthrough and this whole new season, which um, I really think is important. Um, I'm not the type of person that is going to be one dimensional. I've never been. And I think that having a team that understands that I'm multifaceted and I'm, I'm going to do new things all the time because I am, when I'm passionate about something, I need to share it. And, um, because if, if it has transformed my life, I know that it has the ability and the capacity to transform others. And to me, that's why I'm here, is to be able to share things that I've gone through to help other people. And when my heart is in service, I'm in true, like in my line of fulfillment. So that feels good. Oh, that's so beautiful. Okay, so let's talk about your new season what is new in your entrepreneurial journey right now? So during COVID, I formulated a self-tanner that is transfer-free. It is clean. It is everything that I've ever wanted in a self-tanner and couldn't find. It took us two years to formulate. Um, we launched it last spring. Um, it has been really interesting um, to build a brand in a different way than what I would have initially built a brand six and a half years ago. It's just another thing that I'm super passionate about that has helped me so much that has made self-tanning effortless and clean and just feel good rather than you know, messy and everywhere and all the things. So um, Reginald Beauty, it was named after my grandfather. And like I said in the beginning of the podcast, his last words were, it's a beautiful life. So, and he was an art dealer later in life. So the bottle is art on your vanity and gold, of course, because everything gold. <laughs> um, I started Reginald Beauty during the pandemic and I was still operating out of that energy of hustle. So this was my way of still hustling while the studios were shut down. They were going through the period of, okay, we're locked down. Now we're back open and then we're locked down. It was tremendously difficult, especially for fitness, small business owners. The amount of trauma and anxiety that went on during that season was out of this world. And I thought, okay, well, I need a self-tanner that I can do my life in, you know? So the whole, the whole thing that we based it off of was clean beauty for the ambitious. And I love that. But honestly, last night I was um, rewriting some copy because – I'm super excited, but tonight I'm actually flying to Calgary to do our first ever pop-up with Holt Renfrew, which I'm so oh, excited so for. Exciting. I know. But I was rewriting the copy last night on um, some of our posters that are going up throughout the Holt Renfrew store, and I was sitting beside Zach, and I, I was reading it, and I thought, you know what? This doesn't feel right anymore. I don't know if I really resonate with the word ambitious. I love the I love the way it sounds and I love the way it looks and it's, you know, I I love that, but I just don't know if I resonate with ambitious. Like that to me feels like hustle culture, you know? And I, I, then we 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 conversed about it a little bit and I thought, you know what? Ambitious isn't a bad thing. I'm still ambitious. I'm still, but it doesn't, it doesn't come from the same place. And I think that that's what's important for me in this season right now is it's not coming from a place of go, 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 hustle, hustle, hustle. It's coming from a place of, I need to show the world this product because I know once someone tries it, they're never going to use another self-tanner. And this is a way of doing it in a really non-toxic way 
that allows you to have that glow and confidence and enhance your own skin, you know? So, so as I personally go through so much transformation and change, I'm trying to figure out a way to not change the whole brand, but maybe just change the way that the, the energy that it's coming from, if that makes sense. I've changed the way that I've built this company a few times now. And I think that that's what happens with a startup is you're adjusting and, and you're navigating un, you know, unseen territory. And it's, uh, it's been interesting and it's been exciting. It's so crazy. I was saying to Zach last night, I was in Calgary a couple months ago, the beginning of August, I guess. So last month, the beginning of August. And I was sitting there with Mama Lisa, who everyone loves. Um, and uh, I said to her, you know, I think I'm going to I'm gonna shut down Reggie. She goes, what are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, you know, I just need like less in my life. I need to like simplify my life. She goes, think about it. And at first – she was like, okay, you know, she, I always have these crazy ideas and they come from a very passionate place. So she has now learned to just, you know, listen and then make her remarks. And, um, before leaving where we were, I said, you know what? I actually believe in this so much and it doesn't need to be the top selling self tanner in the world, you know? It can be something that's really beautiful and intentional and help people, you know, really feel confident in their skin. And that's my mission. And it, it, my mission isn't to make it the number one self-tanning in the world. You know what? If people actually fall in love with this product and it changes the way they feel in their skin, it'll be what it's meant to be. And I think shifting that really helped me. And... Holt Renfrew was actually supposed to happen last year. And so this has been in the works for a long time. And so after leaving Calgary last time, I actually didn't think that Holt Renfrew was going to happen. My mom and I were shopping at Holt Renfrew and I was kind of like walking around the beauty section. I always, so this is our thing. Zach and I are traveling every, I don't know, three, four days to a new city. Every time we're in a new city, I walk into Sephora and I picture Reggie there as I walk in. I picture exactly what it's going to look like and we do it every time. And if he can, you know, a lot of the time he can't because of, of work, um, but he'll come with me and we'll picture it. I'll be like, oh, like, what does it look like? And so I did that while I was at Holt Renfrew last time and now I'm coming back like a month and a half later, and I actually am having a pop-up at that exact store. No way. So believe what you want, but the power of manifestation is real, and your energy does create your life. And I think that that has been huge for me. It's like the energy that you're putting out, the energy that you become, be creates your reality. And that's my slogan for um, – my Pilates platform is like your energy creates your life. So you decide what you want to be and you decide how you want to take, like take up space and that's going to be your life. Oh, I love it. Okay. So while you were talking, I wrote this down and I just feel like I have to share it with you. So you're yes, talking about please do. being amb ambitious and you're like, Oh, yes. I just don't like that word. Yeah. And so I wrote this down. Um, being ambitious and living slow can coexist. You said something about, you know, Reggie makes people feel beautiful, confident. And I wrote down both are beautiful and both take confidence. Um, I so I don't know where you can plug that in, but being ambitious and living slow can coexist. So that's a little, little, little download I got that. to send to you. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited for you and so excited for all the cool things that you're doing with Reginald. You call it Reggie, right? Because I want to call it Reggie yeah, sometimes. Yeah, okay. I know, right? Okay, so I – Initially, it's Reginald Beauty because I thought, okay, it sounds strong and it sounds mm. like boss, but Reggie keeps coming up. Everyone calls it Reggie. And I don't know if it's because people can't pronounce Reginald because every time <laughs> they see it, they're like, what is that? But I think it's just meant to be whatever you want it to be. So it can be Reginald oh, when we're in the office or it can be Reggie in the office. Like, you know, it's just yeah. – 
Reggie is kind of like its little nickname that everyone okay. calls it. I thought I heard you call it Reggie sometimes, and I was like, I don't know if it's Reggie or Reggie. It's like when your like friends, like brother, has a nickname, and you're like, okay, so is it like yeah. Dave or David? You know? Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So just had to share that with you. Um, oh, no, and I, then I, also, I wrote that. this down Thank too. You. And you're teaching people how it's done. You're teaching people how you know the two can coexist, being ambitious. Yeah. Um, through all the things that you do. That's really beautiful. I appreciate that because I think because we're taught that it either, either needs to be this or that. And if you're not that, then you're this. So black and white, whereas it doesn't need to be that way. So I feel as though I'm here in this life to help people unlearn all of the things we've been told that we need to be in order to be what we're meant to be, you know? Yeah. And especially as women too, I feel like, you know, there's either this, you have to be, you know, either a boss babe or yeah. you're just like lazy yeah. and you're dependent. Yes. And it's like, well, yes. I don't want to be, you know, full throttle, like one or, the, or, you know, is there an in-between? I don't know. Mm -hmm. And you, you and your story are just a great example of how the power of, you know, kind of stepping into your feminine, slowing mm -hmm. down, but also not giving up everything that you've ever wanted to be and do yeah. and enjoy, you know? Something that I think is really important to say today is that because I share this new life that I'm living that's slow and beautiful and gentle, there's a lot of noise. Like she doesn't work anymore. Mm -hmm. she, she just is like, you know, casually walking through life. And she's you know, given everything and life's easy for her. All these things that just aren't true because like you said, you can be both. And I think that that really needs to land in the hearts of people because the judgment is actually, the judgment or the beliefs or the thoughts about the, that they can't be both living together comes from the conditioned behavior and thoughts and, you know, ideas that we have to be either this or that, right? If that makes sense. I just, I think it's really important to one, <laughs> let go of judgment, but two is it's not one or the other and it can be whatever you need it to be through every season because every season is so different. There's just so many layers to this life. And I think that that's one of the things that I'm really enjoying right now is being able to kind of step away and look at my life from like a distance and be like, whoa, that's so cool. You know, I went through all of these really, really hard, I mean, super dark seasons till like it brought me to the light. And I don't think I would be I wouldn't be in this season with so much light and and so much breakthrough if it wasn't for all those really, really hard and dark seasons. And I'm grateful for them because they brought me to where I am. And now hopefully my story can help others in their darkness. At the beginning of the episode, we kind of talked a little bit about Pilates. You had an event, all this good stuff. Kind of walk me through kind of your calling to step into Pilates, roll out your mat, and what brought you to what you're doing today. So it all started because I was going crazy not moving my body in hotel rooms, and I didn't have a bike, so I went to the mat. I thought, okay, well, I can do this literally anywhere, and I needed – I, I normally have, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes if, if you know, I can move my body and I'm like, I'm not – anyway, so long story short, I was finding myself in hotel rooms not rolling out a mat because I didn't even have one. I was using a towel and sometimes I wouldn't even use – you know, I would use a sweater or whatever it was. Um, I just bought a mat like not that long ago <laughs> and um, yeah, I just – I found myself really surrendering to this practice. I would go on YouTube and I would find, you know, Pilates practices that, you know, really helped me detox. 
And I didn't know like what that meant. I, anyway, I learned so much through studying and training Pilates over the last year and a half. Um, and I've actually created something that I'm super proud of is a, is, um, a de-bloat series. So I'm really fired up about this because it helps me so much. So with twisting your core and your body, it's almost like you're wringing out the toxins in your body. Um, and like rocking yourself. So, you know, when you were younger and your mom or your father would like rock you and then we, you know, we stopped being rocked. That rocking is actually really helping detox your lymphatic system and massage your internals to like really naturally purify. And it's just loving on your body in like a gentle way. So my whole debut series is really about leaving you feeling calm, connected, lighter, and vibrant. What has been the biggest, let's do one mental and one physical benefit of Pilates for you? So physical, my abs have never looked this good. (laughs) I'm like, what is going on? Um, And it's crazy because I'm not killing myself in the gym anymore. And I think that that is really, really important. If you are doing small, intentional movements on the mat, you are going to see significant difference in two weeks. Honestly, in two weeks, you will notice lines and that you have never seen before. And honestly, it just makes you feel so good because you're like, wow, when I move slow, I'm still making progress. It's like, it's very reflective of this season of life in general. Um, and it's it's so it feels good to move in this way. Um and then mental, I mean, oh my goodness. It's allowed me to be okay with the slow and know that I'm still making progress and that I am uh taking care of myself and that I'm taking a moment to just go inward and get into my body. And I think that that's really important is every time before I start my practice, I do a two to five minute meditation and I really allow myself to be present in the moment and to ground myself in the space where I am. It is a very intentional practice for me um, and I, I just love it. I think that it is uh, a transformative practice that allows you to really transform both mind and body. You can have your best body and your best mind with this practice. Mm. That is such a big a big thing that I'm working on right now too just in my in my own life is realizing that it doesn't have to come from an intense mm. gym session. Mm-hmm. I used to clock like, you know, hours at the gym doing workouts that I didn't love. Yeah. I feel like that's such a, a, a story that we're all familiar with. Mm-hmm. And slowing down my workouts, because mm-hmm. I feel like you and I have a lot of parallels. Slowing yeah. down my workouts has been the best thing for me. It's that's been better amazing. than I could have ever imagined. That's amazing. I When I was last weekend when we were doing our first live Pilates event in Halifax, a big conversation was, wow, it feels so good to not punish myself working out. And I thought, whoa, that is so, so real for so many of us. And I think we have this idea, just like hustle culture, it's very reflective of we have to punish ourselves. We have to work until we, you know, are burnt out. We have to go so hard in order to make any progress in order to, you know, make it worth it because if we're here, might as well go all out, you know? Um, But non-punishment workouts was like a really big conversation that I was having last weekend. And I thought, wow, if anybody takes anything away from my Pilates platform is, is my hope and my prayer is that you know that you don't need to punish yourself during a workout in order to be, you know, worthy or in order for it to work or in order for you to be good enough. Like all, it it can be gentle and beautiful and, and make a difference in your life and 
you know, be the best thing for your well-being. Beautiful, beautiful. I love it. So for someone who wants to check out your Pilates virtual studio, where can they do that? And for someone who wants to come to your events, where can they do that? Okay, so you can find all of my things um, on my Instagram account at Tayanita or my website, tayanita.com. And I cannot wait to meet you and to be in practice with you and just to help you through this journey. Um, it's about being in community and, you know, sharing thoughts and feelings and hearts all together. And it's never perfect because that is not real. And it's about the journey and healing is the journey. So um, thank you so much for having this conversation with me because I am so fired up right now and so excited to just share more and not because I feel like I need to prove anything, but because I want to share to help other people through whatever season they're in right now. Beautiful. Okay. Before we go, I have a couple hot seat rapid fire questions. So just don't think, just answer. Okay. okay. But if you have to think, you know, uh, there's, <laughs> there's really no rules. So I'll cut you a little slack. Um, title of the last book you read and would you recommend it? Oh my goodness. Uh, car the Karma of Success. A hundred percent. Everyone has to read it. What is your go-to dish to cook for dinner? I don't cook. Zach's my personal <laughs> chef and I'm so grateful. And he makes an incredible breakfast scramble. It's so good. Um, this one might, you might have to grab your phone for this. Um, the story behind the first picture in your camera roll. Oh my, how do I even get there? Okay. Let's see. Um, Okay, so this is actually so cute. This is a video on February 1st, 2018. So this would have been literally a year before my grandfather passed. This is a video of him at my favorite hotel and my grandmother um, at my favorite hotel in Miami, which was so beautiful because that's also where I met Zach. Um, and I just, he was sitting there enjoying the view and we were just so happy he really besides it's a beautiful life his whole thing was keep it simple and i think we can all learn so much from that oh i'm gonna cry wait that's so sweet <laughs> oh um i know i'm gonna cry again oh, too what song is on repeat right now so I've been really listening to a lot of frequencies. So okay. not actual songs, but frequency um, on the Superhuman app. Shameless plug. <laughs> love it. I love it. What is a non-negotiable part of your morning routine? Journaling hands down has changed my life in the best way possible. And the final question um, the average age of my listeners is about 22. If you could go back and tell your 22-year-old self one thing, what would it be? So when I was 22, I was living in LA um, in the fashion industry, and I was living this life that I thought if I had everything that the world told me to have, you know, live the American dream, I'll be happy. I had everything that the world told you you needed to be happy, and I was miserable. So if I could tell little Tay, 22-year-old Tay, anything right now, I would tell her, take time by yourself without the noise, without scrolling. Take time for yourself and, and tune into what makes you feel good and follow that and keep following that and keep trying on things. It's going to take you a little longer than you think to figure it out, but you will. And when you do, everything will make sense. Beautiful. Thank you, Tay, so much for joining us today. I had the best time chatting with you. Go ahead and plug socials, websites, all the good stuff. Where can everybody find Thank you? Thank you so much for having me. I've loved this conversation and it fuels my soul. So thank you. You're amazing. And you can find me at, at Tayanita on Instagram or Tayanita.com. Awesome. Thank you.